I'm Aubrey. I'm Haley. And you're listening to Make Waves. Swimming through the sea with only half a lung like me. Problems come so easily every day. Making waves so fast, who knows how long we will last. Now let's dive into our past. We're making waves. Let's talk, talk, talk it out. Welcome back. Hello. We are filming this on Saturday, November 7th, so... It's a good day to be a Democrat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we just found out that Joe Biden will be the next president of the United States, and we're really excited about that. I think the more important thing is that we are going to have our first woman vice president. It's just incredible. Her speech was fabulous. It was. It was very inspirational, and I'm just so excited for the future. I feel hope for the first time in a long time. Me too, for the first time in a really long time. I think we showed up. And we voted. <laughs> yep. In Oklahoma, it doesn't feel like we did much, no. but maybe someday. I do have hope for us. I mm. know I've seen so many people on social media here that voted for Biden, support him, and I think... Want if change. We, exactly. If we keep going at the rate we're going, one day we will have at least one county will vote blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Texas was really close. Were they? Florida was close. Oh. Yeah. It's awesome. I think people really stood up for what they believed in, and stood up against hate. Yep. Today we're going to be talking a little more about anxiety, and the reason I wanted to talk about this, one of the podcasts I personally listened to that I think is really good, they were talking about... Their subject was really adulting, but somebody asked about specifically, like, they have anxiety making phone calls, and they just wanted advice on that, and... The response from most of the people on that podcast were like, just do it, which coming from somebody that has a hard time making phone calls, it just feels like when you hear somebody say, just do it, like, it's just obvious they don't suffer from that or they don't experience that kind of anxiety when it comes to business. Yeah, it is. So I thought it would be kind of fun to go through like our anxieties that we have and how we feel like we've grown from them because... It starts with growing. Like, you can't expect your anxiety to just go away or disappear or, like, you be cured one day. Like, it is all stemming from growth and kind of learning how to cope or Finding what try works to overcome. For you. Yeah, exactly. It's all personal-based. And I think hearing from people that actually deal with those struggles is really important because they obviously have more experience on how to over- overcome that than somebody who doesn't even suffer from that kind of anxiety you know and obviously validates how you feel and exactly. the things you struggle with instead of basically saying that it doesn't exist or that it's not happening or it's just easy like yeah. just do it yeah. it's not that hard just do it exactly it's all about validation and i feel like That is one of the first things that helped me grow as a person is understanding that my feelings were validated Mm -hmm. and that I'm not the only one that feels this way. And it is an actual mental illness. It's not you being lazy or you not wanting to do something. It's an actual problem that people deal with on a daily basis. And to diminish it down to just do it or you just have to do it. Like, it's just sad. It's just, it's not that simple. And I know those people weren't trying to mean anything by it. Of course not. Exactly. And they simply just don't struggle with that problem. So it is definitely a hard answer if you do struggle with that problem, though. That'd be the last answer you'd ever want is to just do it or get over it. I feel like I heard that so many times over my life. Just do it or it's not that hard. It's not even scary. Like, I understand. That it's not scary for you. Exactly. (laughs) And I understand that's a normal thing that everyone does in their daily life. And that's why it's Mm -hmm. such a struggle for me. And that's why I already beat down on myself. 
it makes it that much harder. You feel that much worse about it. Exactly. And I know it's something normal. I know it's something everyone does. But... And don't you think if I could just do it, I would? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it just diminishes the struggle of anxiety. It is really a struggle to do simple daily tasks. And that's something we need to acknowledge. Yes. Because that's the only way we're going to be able to move forward. Yeah. And grow, which is what we're talking about today. Growth. Growth. <laughs> that's drink. just such a beautiful term in general, you know, growth. I think that is... All you can do when you have anxiety is grow. Like I said, there's no cure. There's no magic pill you can take, even though I wish there was. Yes. And I'm sure anyone Pills with anxiety. Yeah. And I still feel like the people I know that do take medication, they still suffer and they still struggle with different things. And it isn't just a cure all. And no. I don't think there is a cure all. It's, it's a struggle. The thing I mentioned was talking on the phone or having anxiety about like phone calls, you know, which is something that I still struggle with today. It's something that I wouldn't say I've mastered by any means. I think all of my anxiety kind of stems from the same like social anxiety, you know, mm -hmm. and that is the same thing with phone calls. For me personally, it's working on confidence and working on not caring about what people think. I think that I focus too much on other people's feelings and opinions about me and as I'm growing as a person, I am learning to like myself and feel confident in my decisions. And even though that is so different from simply making a phone call, mm -hmm. like that is what it stems from. My anxiety when I am scared to make a phone call, what am I scared of? My actual fear is being embarrassed or saying something stupid or the person on the other end thinking I'm stupid. Mm -hmm. For one, I'm never going to see that person. Yes, my mom I, I always, don't know them. She's always said that. Are you ever going to see these people again? <laughs> no, and thank God. <laughs> exactly. And that's something I have heard my entire life. And it's another one of those things where it's like, okay, obviously you don't know. <laughs> but hearing it from somebody with anxiety, it's mm -hmm. true. That it is, is what true. it is. Yep. You are never going to see those people again. You don't know them. Even if... Okay, let's say you make a phone call to your doctor's office yep. to make an appointment and you see that woman that you talked to on the phone. She's not even going to know it was you. No, she's not. <laughs> she's not going to remember. She's not going to remember what you said and she probably didn't even think what you said was as embarrassing as you did. Exactly. Like, That's something I thought a lot about was the fact that something that would stress me out so bad and keep me up at night, the other person doesn't even think about. Mm -mm. And it's, it's kind of a hard reality that you have to deal with is that... People don't think as much about you as you think they do. Mm -hmm. You're not that important. No. <laughs> You're the main character in your world, exactly. but in no one else's. Exactly. Yeah. You had a conversation with somebody and they did not go home and think about it that no, night. They did not. Which is comforting. If you really think about it, it's comforting. And from somebody who suffers with thinking I'm the only person in the world, apparently, <laughs> like it is comforting to know that. When I say something or when I embarrass myself, the other person doesn't care. They don't remember. They probably didn't even think it was embarrassing. And I still lay up at night and think about something embarrassing I did in sixth grade. And mm -hmm. Me too. Those are the worst. That's when I'm like, I know. okay. And, and I feel like that is... Okay, whenever I was in sixth grade and those things would happen, I would just want to die. Yeah, like right then and there. Exactly. Take me away. My world is over. Mm -hmm. It's ending. <laughs> but as an adult, when I've been through that so many times, mm -hmm. and I often forget about the little things that made me want to kill myself in <laughs> middle school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the fact that I forgot proves to me it didn't matter. Not important. Yes. It isn't important. No. And... Even I, if it was the most embarrassing thing you've ever exactly. done. <laughs> and it probably was. You've moved on and you're exactly. a full functioning adult. And I can that. use that in my today life to know that 
I forgot about that at some point and I will forget about this at some point. Like it will not be that deep to me in five years. So why am I stressing about it today? And that's coming from somebody who actually deals with that. And you know, that's an actual problem in my life. So that's growth. Being able to look at that and say, this is not going to affect me in 10 years. So why would I stay up all night long worrying about it tonight? Yeah, it is growth. And it still takes that conversation with yourself because that for you is never going to go away. You're still going to think about that one thing and harp on it, but you can talk yourself down, talk yourself around the problem. And that's growth. Not letting that one embarrassing thing you think you did or the phone call you don't want to make control your life. Exactly. And even though I still might have a hard time making those phone calls or I might still be embarrassed by something I said in a conversation, I can acknowledge that it wasn't that important and I can let it go and I can let myself sleep at night, which Mm -hmm. is growth for me because I used to harp on those things for weeks, months, years. To the point of making yourself sick. Exactly. I mean, I would... There's been so many times in my life that I would get sick to my stomach when I would see a person because I remembered the one embarrassing thing I said to them. And for me, that thought process kind of ruined my life for a period of time. Like, Mm -hmm. I had a really hard time making friends. Mm -hmm. And I think that all stemmed from my just fear of talking to people because I would say one embarrassing thing and then I would beat myself up over it and think... I should never open my mouth again. And then I just wouldn't. I got to the point where I wasn't talking to people. I wasn't even trying. And I wasn't making friends. I felt lonely. I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to. And it was all from my own negativity going on in my mind. That is something that I've really had to grow from. Like, I have... Because that's no way to live. You it don't isn't want to, to feel that way. No, nobody does. No, And I see so many people on Facebook posting, like... I have no friends or, you know, that's a common mm-hmm. thing. Like I see people asking for friends and it, it breaks my heart to see because I yes. was in that same position and I feel really lucky that we're friends and mm-hmm. I have somebody to talk to now. But for a long time, I didn't. So I really sympathize for those people. And it's kind of that same thing is just do it. But it's really you have to put yourself out there and mm-hmm. you have to you have to let yourself be yourself, not let anxiety push your personality down and push who you are as a person. I feel like I didn't have a personality for years because I was just too scared to show my personality. And that makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people could relate to that. I think so too. And I really like who I am as a person. I have really grown to accept who I am and love myself. Exactly. And I'm excited to meet new people because I'm confident enough in myself to not just think, oh, they're not going to like me or, oh, they're going to have these thoughts about me or whatever. I'm going to embarrass myself. Like, it takes time and it takes a lot of effort and you have to celebrate your little victories along the way. Like, when you make a little friend at the grocery store or- Make the phone call. Exactly. You make the phone call. You have a little conversation with your cashier at Walmart. Like, those things are really important and those things are- gonna help you build your confidence to move on to the next thing exactly yeah it is hard i know that drinking is never a solution but that is something that did make me feel really comfortable in social situations is being a little bit drunk it just makes you not so in your head i used to always be so in my head and i feel like i'm really growing past that and i'm proud of myself it's something that i feel like i'm trying to navigate because I don't think things through as fully as I used to and I need to accept that that's a good thing for me. Yes. 
whether I, I want to be really prepared for something or not, like the fact that I'm not staying up all night running through things in my head is a success. It's more important than what you thought being prepared looked like. Exactly. That's all it is, is changing your perception. It is. That's not an easy thing. <laughs> no, it's also not easy to admit that you are causing the own problems in your head, Ugh, you know? That's like, the hardest thing. It's really hard to accept that I'm the problem mm -hmm. in my life. And it isn't the people around me. It's not that I don't get along with the people around me or they're not nice. They're not introducing themselves to me. They're not making me feel welcome. It isn't that. It is, am I letting myself feel comfortable? Am I letting myself feel welcome? Am I accepting the little compliments or the high that I'm getting? You know, like mm -hmm. it's the simple things that that's how you build a friendship. Yep. And it's always two-sided. But isn't it beautiful to be able to look back on that? Like, I'm so proud of you. I think that that's huge growth. And that says a lot about the time and effort you put into the little things makes the big things so much bigger and so much better. Like, yeah, it really does. You wouldn't have gotten that far without celebrating your victories and talking to the cashier and making the phone call. It, yeah. It really is building blocks. And I think that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. It's really important to surround yourself with people that understand your oh, problems yes, and don't is. talk down to you and don't just say, just do it or it's not that hard or whatever. Like having somebody say to you what Aubrey just said to me, like, I'm so proud of you yes. that you've grown like that is important. That especially, too validating. Exactly. Especially whenever you are somebody with low confidence or you feel insecure about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Outside perspectives are really important to me and... I want to surround myself with positivity. I'm not going to surround yes. myself with people who diminish my accomplishments or don't acknowledge my struggle, basically, mm -hmm. you know? And anybody who loves and cares about you would do that. Yeah. You know, they would validate you and they would see you for the person that you are and the person you can be and not just do it. And yeah, exactly. whatever, come on, you know, the people who love you will be exactly who you need them to be. I don't think that I could have even had the little victories without the people around me supporting me and having my back and pushing me forward. I don't think it's possible. I don't think I so don't either. Think do it's, it. it's really hard. Mm -hmm. And I think if you feel like you don't have those people surrounding you, celebrating those victories for yourself and oh, yeah. putting yourself out there, you are going to find those people. You are. I felt like that for a long time that I didn't, I didn't feel recognized or acknowledged or whatever. It just took opening myself up mm -hmm. and talking to Aubrey for hours at night about how I was feeling and her acknowledging that for me like that is a really big part of who I am today mm -hmm. those conversations we had where I did feel validated and recognized you know because the worst part about anxiety is feeling like you're crazy feeling like you're yeah. the only one who's dealing with it that nobody understands you and that you're weird and that's just that that's how it feels it's just like well it, it really does feel like that it, I've said this before that I just wish I had a different brain or mm -hmm. I wish I was somebody else. Like, I just didn't like being myself because I felt like I was the only one. Mm -hmm. And being validated by you and other people around me, like, it made me feel accepted and validated. And it, it doesn't make me feel ashamed. The internet is really good for that, too. Social media and how Us. loud I feel people, like yeah. Us making this podcast, we're doing exactly that. And that's what we want to do. If you need somebody to talk to, I am here oh, for absolutely. you. If you want to message our Instagram page, it is always open. And I it will is. talk to you I'll all give you night. My phone number. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs someone. And I feel like that's what we're trying to do now. We've been that for each other. And now we're trying to be that for other people. And if anybody out there needs something, we're here, you know? Mm -hmm. I actually listened back 
to highs and lows mm-hmm. and just hearing myself talk did I really admit to the world that I threw that brownie mix across <laughs> the room no way I did and I feel like that's something I would have really been embarrassed about and that was a really big share for me personally at the time especially where I was in my growth yeah and just listening to it back that seems so small now but it's one of those things that I feel like I've really overcame or I've learned to cope with and the anger and the spells that would come from the anxiety that I had and I listened to myself talk about how it was the underlying problems and the things I needed to work through and then I listened to myself in the episode start now Mm -hmm. talking about how you know see the good and channel the good and I would say that I'm like on the third phase of that of more being a little bit more proactive a lot of my anxiety stems from lack of control Mm -hmm. and that is where those spells of anger were coming from is I didn't have control over the big things in my life the small things in my life and everything just seemed one more thing and shit's hitting the fan. That's how it always felt. I think we're a really interesting dynamic. I saw somebody, I don't remember if it was on Twitter, TikTok or whatever. They said, are you a, I can't do anything anxious or I have to do everything anxious. And I'm definitely a, I can't do anything anxious. And you're a, I I have have to to do do everything everything anxious. Yes. So you're definitely getting two perspectives from us. And I think it's also good to see that we can validate each other and we can acknowledge each other and help each other through our problems even though they are not the same no i've always been someone who's always had a plan i always need to know what's coming and i have to be very proactive in getting there and so for me what helps is not necessarily always being proactive in Mm -hmm. how i'm going to get there but being proactive in how i take care of myself i need to be taken care of before i can do everything yeah and the doing everything now that it's coming after taking care of me is a lot less heavy. And like you said, yeah, maybe I'm not going to be as prepared as I would have normally liked to be, but I feel a lot better when I stop and grab that Dr. Pepper or I do whatever I need to do to make me feel better. And a big thing I've learned in therapy is that's what you always feel like, like, oh, I shouldn't have to do all these things to get where I'm going. But if I have to do that for me to get there and get there and feel good, then that's what works for me in my life. And it feels almost like you know, you shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to take those extra steps. Exactly. But it's like the simple things take extra time for mm-hmm. us or it's it's harder for us. And taking those extra steps, my day is smooth yeah. versus just trying to force myself to go and do it as someone that wouldn't be struggling with the lack of control and anxiety that I have. Well, that's not how it works for me. And that is something that I really came to accept. And I'm proud of myself, you know, listening to myself talk mm-hmm. and listening to how far I had came in that area. I feel like I'm the next step further. I can use things like the outbursts and my plate feeling so full as a reminder of how far I've come. And I I feel like that's a really big celebratory thing for me. Those things don't even cross my mind like they used to. And not that it's not, okay, I'm on to the next battle, but self-care is everything for me. It's something that I put first. And I'm really proud of you for (laughs) finding those things in yourself and finding how, how to deal with your daily struggles in your life and that is all it boils down to is figuring out what works for you and also accepting that that is okay. It's okay to take the extra time, the extra effort. It may take a little bit more time. It may be a little bit more effort, but I know that if I don't wake up and put that effort in for myself, it's going to be a clusterfuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, I watched an interview of Jennifer Gardner and she said, when I wake up, the sun is shining. And if it's not, I know what to do. And for her, her examples were call her friend, go for a walk, you know, go exercise. And for me, that's take a really nice shower or take my dogs on a walk or call Colby. You know, I have plans set in place for when I don't feel like myself and I have plans set set in place to make sure I do. Mm -hmm. And that's just how I function. I feel like that's something I could even use in my personal Mm -hmm. life that I hadn't thought about before. And it's not, of course, it's not easy. You know, you heard me say my Netflix and 
chill days by myself. And maybe that is a really good pair of sweatpants. Maybe that's alone time, you know? Maybe it's Mm -hmm. a really good song on my way to work. But I think putting those little plans in place for myself have allowed me to worry about me instead of worrying about when's the last time I've scrubbed my baseboards and how am I going to do the dishes, cook dinner and still be 100% at work today. The I have to do everything anxiety is really fucking heavy (laughs) and it makes you put yourself last. Mm -hmm. And I think the putting myself last is where the outburst came from because, you know, I hadn't even looked in the mirror all day long because I'd been so worried about who's going to be elected president. You know, Mm -hmm. there are really big things that everyone has to deal with, but having to deal with them and function with anxiety, that's just too totally different things. Yeah, it really is. So lack of control is a big thing for me. And that's something I'm, you know, absolutely going to struggle with every single day. Another big one that I've learned about myself is fear. I am almost completely controlled by fear if I allow myself to be. The dark, you know, ever since I was a kid, the dark, man. I'm so scared of the dark. You hear people say it's not the dark, it's what in the dark yeah i don't know but i can't i can tell you i cannot sleep without a nightlight oh, i'm 22 either. years old and i will always sleep with i night feel night. like that is one of the first things i accepted about myself mm-hmm. and to even be able to stay the night at somebody's house i had to build up the confidence to say i need a light yep because i can't sleep in the and dark don't you have so many friends who are like no I, it's being dark yes. then i have to go home i will go home <laughs> that is an interesting thing that we both dealt with but It is one of the first things that I feel like I really had to overcome Mm -hmm. to be able to live in society because you have to go places. You have to stay the night at other people's houses. You have to even go to family. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, get married. That was the easy one. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, Jaden is the most understanding person. Yeah. He doesn't care. (laughs) Mm -mm. We can sleep at the full bedroom light. (laughs) Those seem small. Not being able to sleep in the dark seems like something like a childlike behavior Mm -hmm. that when you're a kid, you think is normal because... No, not a lot of kids can sleep in the dark. But I think that has carried on. And that was just the anxiety that I had then. Yeah. So the dark is a big one. So I absolutely sleep with the nightlight. But a big help that I have found is getting a camera. And I have the app on my phone. So I can look at my living room, my front door and my back door all from my phone. Mm -hmm. So if I think I left that door unlocked or if I think there's something in my house, whatever it may be, if I hear a noise in the night, sometimes when those fears take over, especially when you're already in the dark in your bedroom, you're supposed to be asleep and you hear the noise. It's very paralyzing. Physically, it takes over me. So being able to pull up my phone and look at my living room and say, there is absolutely nothing. That -hmm. noise was just a coincidence has been really, really comforting. And it kind of gave me some of that control back. Like, I can look in my living room. Yeah. I know if someone's at the door or if someone's walking through my living room or if it was absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And 100% of the time, it has been absolutely nothing. And that's been really comforting to have. I have a really big problem with fear, too. And it was worse for me when I was younger and I was living with my parents mm-hmm. and sleeping alone. For me, having the comfort of sleeping with another person, it just makes me feel a world of difference like I am so much more comfortable I can sleep through the night when I lived with my parents I if I got scared I would go sleep in my brother's bed with him because Mm -hmm. I was just terrified and that's just always been comforting for me and so now that I'm married I love that I really appreciate Jaden for that because I just can't sleep alone I can't it it is just so much more comforting for me to know that another person is there Mm -hmm. when Jaden isn't there another thing that always comforts me is our dog Oh, yeah. In my mind, I'm just like, if something was there, she would go crazy. And she would. She would. I know she would. So I can always, like, kind of calm myself down with that thought Mm -hmm. of, even if she's not a guard dog, she's not going to protect me by any means. (laughs) Mind your She will let me know if I'm in danger. Mm -hmm. 
those are small things, but being able to sleep through the night is priceless. Uh, yeah. I mean, not being afraid to walk to the bathroom at night, you know, things mm-hmm. like that are you have to sleep. Yeah. You have to be able to use the bathroom. You have to be able to get through the night. Mm-hmm. So I, I think those are really big things to me. And those things have made the bigger things a lot easier. Yeah. Having more control over the small fears or small anxieties really help you conquer your actual life. Mm-hmm. I could see how they were hindering me. They were keeping me from functioning because I wasn't sleeping and I you know, wasn't being able to get through the day because of my self-care without the outburst and without the basically meltdown. I think it's it's interesting to compare our kind of, I'm going to say anxiety attacks because I don't know what to call it. With our different anxieties, I feel like they were very different as well. Like Mm -hmm. you say that you had had these outbursts and I feel like I just shut down. Mm -hmm. And that goes along with the do nothing anxiety or the do everything everything anxiety. Exactly. You are so overwhelmed that you're just Mm -hmm. letting everything out. And I'm so overwhelmed that I'm just shutting down and bottling everything in. And I think saying that's really powerful because everyone knows someone in their life who does that. Yeah. I mean, anybody who knew me and was around me long enough would, you know, that was even like the joke, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm pent up. I'm going to burst any second. And those were, that's really funny, but it's really common. You know, people like that, or, you know, people who are just quiet and don't speak as much. And maybe that's really what it is. I think something we've both had to deal with is that stereotype of the pent up or high strung. Yes. That's always bothered me because I've never felt like that myself. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like a high strung person. I don't feel, oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> again, it's like the do nothing anxiety. I I feel like there are certain people in my life that look at me and think I'm this high strung, think I'm better than you person Mm -hmm. because I'm quiet Mm -hmm. and reserved. It has nothing to do with that. I don't think I'm better than anybody. I am the opposite of that. I I would say you're doing great and I'm like down here, you know? And it's so funny that those people will look at either of us and think that we are thinking of them at all. I was only ever thinking about myself (laughs) because I was only ever worried about everything going on in my life in that very second. And I don't think that makes you a snot. <laughs> it means I have a mental illness, but yeah. that has nothing to and do I'm, with you, I, I would never be judging another person no. or have my nose up and mm. snooty to anybody. Like, but both, for me, I'm worried about what you're thinking about me. Absolutely. I'm not talking to you because I think you don't like me. It's mm-hmm. literally the exact opposite of I feel like the way people take me, mm-hmm. you know? That's something I really had to learn when people started giving me that feedback I was just like whoa (laughs) this is the last thing I would expect that you think I think I'm better than you because Mm -hmm. that is not what I meant at all by me being quiet or reserved I'm in my own head too much to yes think about any of that we need to consider that when we're judging people anyways that that's very someone's coming across like they're angry at the world which is what I would probably come across as but actually my plate's just really full and I'm not dealing with my own shit you know and that does go right back to accepting that you're the problem and that's a huge thing I think that's where growth starts is looking at your life and saying I have control over all these things and I'm pissed all the time. I (laughs) agree. (laughs) Whose fault is it but my own? I also think it's really important to allow people to put themselves first. Yeah. Like we as a society, especially as women, Mm -hmm. men too, but especially as women, you're expected to take care of everyone around you and be this open book, be caring and be able to take in other people's emotions and trauma and deal with that. And it is not that easy, no, it especially whenever you're going through so much in your own personal life. I can't always open myself up to 
the trauma of the people around me. And while I care about them and I want to be there for them and I will comfort them, I can't always take an action and try to fix that for them or try to make their life better. I can give them advice and I can mm -hmm. comfort them, but it isn't your place to be fixing your parents' problems or no. your siblings' problems. or. And when you really start to look at your anxiety or the things that are hindering your life, you kind of find that along the I way. Agree. Like, oh, I'm carrying all of this and I no one asked me to most yeah. of the time. Really realizing what's way, yours to carry. Even if somebody asked you, it is not your place. No. And you don't have to do that. And I know we all love our parents. We all care about them. But at a certain point, you have to kind of let that go and like let you grow in yourself. If you have not grown, you aren't being helpful to them anyways, no. you know? Mm -hmm. Like if you are not at a hundred percent, then you can't give anybody Anything. else mm -hmm. the attention they want or need. You really have to put yourself before others in that sense a lot of times. And it's something that we need to normalize in society because it sounds like it's such a bad thing, it but does. it is Especially with removing toxic people from your life or breaking yeah. toxic relationship. Like oh, most people have a relationship in their life that's hindering them or they're carrying that person's weight when they don't have to. And when you're a do everything anxiety kind of person, I like that do everything anxiety that feels uh -huh. a perfect box for me. When you're that kind of person, it's really easy to just clump it in with, oh, well, this is all on my plate. But when you're really looking at your plate, how much of it is yours? Yeah. Not a lot. Not as much as we're carrying. I promise you that. Exactly. And even though I do, I consider myself like the do nothing kind of anxiety. For me, it was because I'm taking in mm -hmm. so much of everyone else. It shuts me down. When I get to my life, mm -hmm. I can do my dishes. I can clean mm -hmm. my house. I can take care of myself. I can take a shower. All those things that have been so hard for me for years, I can do and yeah. I like to do. But it is letting go of everything else and not letting that baggage keep me in bed all day or keep yep. me on the couch all day. I'm having a hard time specifically right now with that, but I just need to put myself first right mm -hmm. now. I need to grow mm -hmm. in myself and I feel like I've been doing really well and I don't want to let that go by giving too much to other people yeah if that makes sense I agree I don't want to let my success go down the drain because that's what it would do it would if you decided I, I already know that I can't handle all, all of that emotion I already know I've been through that several times in my life I have up and downs because of that because mm -hmm. I feel moments where I'm growing and I feel strong and then something happens and I just feel down again and mm -hmm. and I think that's okay and that's exactly what we're talking about yeah. that's not that push and pull is never going to go away. That's exactly I am, what I mean. Your anxiety isn't ever no. going to go away. It is always a struggle. Mm -hmm. It's something you're always going to have to deal with. Exactly yes. like you said. And we're always going to struggle with those specific things. It's just the growing and changing helps you decide how you want to handle it. Exactly. And you're talking about patterns. You're saying this has happened before. Mm -hmm. You're mature enough in your own self that you can look at past experiences and say, well, this was the outcome last time. Yeah. So do I want to do this again? Or do I want to put me first and say, fuck no, mm -hmm. you know, you're not getting in the way of everything I've worked for. And that's exactly what it is. Exactly. You've done the work and you've put in the time and those people haven't. I watched mm -hmm. this TikTok and she was like, I just realized 
she said, I am doing all this personal growth. And her therapist said to her, that doesn't mean everyone around you is. Mm -hmm. And just because you are growing and changing doesn't mean that everyone else even has that self-awareness or self-mindfulness anyway. That's very true. And it's something really important to be aware of in society and dealing with the people in your personal life because they they have so much shit. Yeah. They don't. It's just their shit. And it was the shit shit. that we were projecting on everyone in our lives before we woke up and decided to make those positive changes in ourselves. That's very true. And I'm sorry if I did that to you. And I know that I was doing that to everyone around me. Mm -hmm. So how easily is everyone around us doing that to us? Yeah. It feels intentional. I think speaking from my point of view and your point of view, knowing you, I think we are both very empathetic and sympathetic people. And I think while we can say all day long that we projected our anxiety onto other people or our baggage onto other people, we tend to be taken advantage of. And we tend to be more of the kind of submissive Mm -hmm. in those situations where we're allowing other people to put their baggage onto us Mm -hmm. but we're not really allowing ourselves to even vent or we're definitely a friend to a narcissist (laughs) yeah we we probably attract narcissistic people in that way i yeah that is another thing you have to learn from because Mm -hmm. sometimes those people are just in your life and you have to deal with them and you have to love them either way but learning to distance yourself to them and not take it on. Yep. You can listen to them. You can care for them. But you don't have to think about that before you go to sleep. You don't yep. have to think about how you can solve their problems. A big part of it would be setting boundaries. Setting yeah, boundaries for yourself and saying, this is what I'm willing to allow. And this is where the line is drawn for me. And that when you draw that line, me. it better be clear. I wanted to mention this TikToker. Her name is Kreft's Couch. At Kreft's Couch with a K at the okay. beginning. That is exactly what she makes videos on, is setting boundaries. And for me, somebody with anxiety, I play through all these scenarios in my head. Mm -hmm. So to see her, she basically, in her TikToks, shows how the conversation goes. She makes videos about everything, how to set boundaries with your friends, how to set boundaries with your parents, your... Coworkers. Exactly, coworkers, yes. Bosses, even. She does videos on everything you could think of. Talking about politics or talking about... A promotion, Mm -hmm. asking for those things, seeing her, she's a doctor, therapist, work through those conversations. It gives me a lot more confidence to have those conversations. And I think if you are a young person or anybody Mm -hmm. who needs help getting through those kinds of conversations, the boundary setting conversations specifically, she has Mm -hmm. a lot of videos on that. I think she would really help you. And we can put her at in our description so everyone can find her. I really like her and she's really, really helped me truly. Like Mm -hmm. I've been watching her for months probably nearly a year because about a year ago I worked at a daycare and I remember watching her videos then about co-workers and bosses and it really helped me have conversations with those people. Even things like your boss asking you to stay late, that's going to add more to your plate yeah. and you need to know how to say no to those things and how to say it in the professional right way and she really shows you how to do that and for me I would never do that in the first place because I wouldn't know how to say it. So her showing me how to say it it's just really helpful for me. Yes. And I think it would be really helpful for a lot of you out there if you have too. those problems. Yeah. Isn't TikTok the best? That's so awesome. That I even know. Out there. That is such a great thing that younger generations have. Because can you imagine oh, yeah. watching her when you're 14? Oh, wow. And you can learn how to set boundaries with your parents and your teachers, mm-hmm. your friends even. Like, yeah. it's really important. And I think that the younger generation is going to be so much more aware of their feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and their own mental health oh yeah than we were and being aware makes you so powerful like even when that girl said on tiktok everyone around me isn't growing where i am i'm outgrowing all these people it was a funny (laughs) tiktok she was coming to realization but that helps me so much because 
looking at the people around me and accepting that. Yeah. I'm accepting that. It's the fact that those people don't even know that they need to grow. Yes. They haven't even come to the conclusion that they have problems in their own life mm-hmm. or in their, and within themselves. The you know? unfortunate part is they may never. They you know, not, my yeah. growth is not dependent on whether or not they decide that for themselves. I'm growing regardless. Mm-hmm. And I just have to learn to let them not get in my way. And yeah. that's what it, literally what it comes down to. We've said so many good things in we this have. conversation. And it's not where I think either of us expected it to go. But no. <laughs> I it never this, is. Yeah. Every time we talk about anxiety, it's a new conversation and new ideas. And we grow yeah. from those conversations alone. We really do. And especially, like you said, listening back, that is going to be so powerful for us in a few oh, yeah. years to see where we were and to see how we've overcome. And I expect that I will grow a lot in the oh, next yeah. few years. And I'm really excited for my personal future. And that is beautiful in itself. The fact that I can look at my future and be excited and know that good things are going to come because I'm going to make them come. The thing about anxiety is it's exhausting. It is. You know, like you have all these things and you're like, oh, I have to do all this Mm -hmm. to get to where everybody else is going. And I think being able to be excited about it and having those tips and tricks that have helped us grown enough to say that we're still looking forward to it. And we know we've got to do all these things. And we're going to be better people because of it. Uh-huh. And that is something I never thought I'd be able to do. I thought I was like, are you kidding me? That? <laughs> I know. Are I just wanted it to magically go away. Kidding? I just yeah. wanted I just wanted to be a normal person. Mm-hmm. But the older I get mm-hmm. and the more interactions I have with people, I don't think normal people exist. I agree 100%. I think we've all got something going on. Oh, yeah. We all have something we could work on. We all have our own mental health issues and if you are not getting those taken care of you are going to pass them on to your kids oh, yeah. and their kids and if they aren't growing like this cycle is never gonna end unless we acknowledge for one mm-hmm. that mental health exists yeah and that we do all have our own baggage and that it's not embarrassing or shameful to take care of it or to acknowledge that you're not a perfect person and take those extra steps to get to where you need to be there's nothing it's wrong gonna with make that. you a better person yes it is that's all it's gonna do is make you better it, it's not gonna hurt you in any way we should at least all be trying my therapist did say something the other day and i personally have been struggling with like waiting for the other shoe to drop mm-hmm. like okay it's great so when yeah. when does the bad stuff come like obviously it's coming to an end and she just said you are only responsible for maintaining the good and the rest of the week it kept playing in my head when mm-hmm. i would have those negative thoughts all i have to do is maintain the good i'm not waiting for the bad i'm not you know anticipating that something's gonna happen which is just it's what i do i'm maintaining the good so it doesn't mean that every day is gonna be fucking awesome yeah but when I feel those bad thoughts creep in or I feel myself slipping, it always feels like a setback to me. Uh-huh. I'm like, gosh, why do Same. I even try? I know. It's so defeating. All I have to do is maintain the good. Mm-hmm. So if I wake up every day and focus on what do I need to do for myself for this to be an okay day, a good day, that feels comforting to me. And it feels like there is something to look forward to mm-hmm. because I can maintain the good. And if you just keep that mindset, it doesn't feel like what's coming next. It yeah. feels like it doesn't I feel need... like something's going to happen to you. It's like, yeah, what am I going to do rather than what's going to happen to me? Mm-hmm. And it feels what like am I going to do tomorrow? you have the power. Yeah, I have the power to maintain the good. And all I have to think about is that. Mm-hmm. And that, that should be my only worry when it comes to doing the dishes or getting to work or what the fuck I'm going to wear this morning. What makes me feel good mm-hmm. and what is going to make me have a good day? And I am really trying to keep that at my focus. Work towards maintaining the good. I wrote this quote that I really liked. It says, 
Growth is painful, change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck in somewhere you don't belong. I think that's something that I really need to remind myself. Another fear I have is change. I'm Mm -hmm. really scared of change. It gives me so much anxiety. Even just thinking about it (sighs) makes it a little bit hard to breathe. (laughs) It's not something that I'm comfortable with in my life, but quotes like that just make me feel good and growth is important change Mm -hmm. is important i don't want my life to be exactly like it is today for the rest of my life so why am i so scared of change why am i so scared of what tomorrow brings and that's where everything lies within yourself the change Mm -hmm. and growth within you is what's going to change and grow your whole life so really all we have to do is look in the mirror and that's the most exciting part about it like we have that control exactly if i'm not changing the world is still changing around me oh yeah it's easier to just grow with it and Mm -hmm. to change with the world rather than just let it happen and be scared to join in. I agree. I hope if nothing else came from this podcast, it made you feel validated or seen as a person. And if you ever need anything, like we said, our DMs are open on Instagram Mm -hmm. and we are here for you. We are caring people and we do care about all of you. Yes, we do. All of your thoughts and feelings are fucking valid. Yeah, they are. Every challenge you have is completely normal. Mental health is valid. Any mental health problems you have, they are valid and you should not let anyone around you tell you they aren't. You are valid. You are a person and what you're feeling matters to me. To me. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye guys. Bye.